Wednesday already, January 16th. We're getting ready to be in Washington, D.C. tomorrow. But first, oh. we're going to talk about Stellantis having a new COO, Hyundai that drives sideways, and a typo on a Porsche 911. Everywhere I go. Sounds like a, a fun smattering of topics for a Wednesday morning. It's a great morning. little smattering. It's a great little Sometimes the stories are heavy. Sometimes they're light. Today is kind of like right in between. Right in the middle. That's Man, good. I want to tell you that so uh, we do. Have, we have so much going on. It's my Was that my inside voice that just came outside? <laughs> I felt like you just spoke my thoughts. Um, what we do have going on is we are in D.C. tomorrow morning bright and early for the public policy auto show. We're super excited. Our friends at Mosaic helped us make it happen. They will be there also on site. We'll be live streaming and recording a lot of content um, at uh, the Washington area, new new car dealers, public policy show. Again, it's like right down the street from Pennsylvania Avenue. Maybe we'll swing by and uh, like wave hi to all of our friends oh at the, the regulatory commissions. <laughs> but there will be representatives, uh, lawmakers there. Perhaps I've heard maybe the speaker of the house is going to be there. We'll see. All right. going to see some... Uh, Reveals from Rolls Royce and Aston Martin, two cars that Kyle and I each have one of, and um, <laughs> and uh, you know we're gonna do our usually thing, talking to dealers and and uh, just bringing a new new uh, energy to the show and bringing that energy to you because my guess is Kyle that approximately four percent of our audience knows that there's a public policy auto show going on. I would four percent might be a little high. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you take us, if you include us. If you include us, it's one and, and everybody on our team that knows we're going. Yeah, right. That's exactly it. So we're excited. We'll do that. So just uh, tune into our regular channels. Uh, the morning show. If you don't listen to the audio podcast, go on like Spotify or Apple music and search out the automotive troublemaker, download that. So you get those Smash that sub button. Come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, also probably where the most of the content will be posted is our LinkedIn channel. So go to LinkedIn, our LinkedIn page, search ASOTU and join the, you know, seven, 8,000 people there that are pretty engaged. And it's a lot of fun over there. All right. I think we got to talk about news. We got to get into All right. it. Let's go. All right. So Stellantis, we've been talking about Stellantis a little bit, especially when it comes to not going to auto shows. Uh, they've announced a major shift in their North American operations, replacing COO Mark Stewart with Carlos Zar uh, ooh, Zarlenga. 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 Yeah. Uh, the, he's the current president of the Mexico unit. So they're, they're calling in, calling in a left-hander from South America is coming up. Zarlinga has a decade of global auto experience, including a role as president of GM South America. He's set to take over on February 1st. So um, obviously very challenging year. Um, U.S. market, despite all the other automakers doing good, Stellantis managed to post a 1.2% decline in sales, even as it you know hasn't really even released any EVs yet. I don't know if that's good or bad at this point. It used to be bad. Maybe it's good now. Um, it good, you know. uh, Carlos Tavares, the current CEO of Stellantis, he praised Arlinga's leadership skills, and he said he's the best leader to drive change in our business model toward electric electrification in the region. So it's interesting that that's the quote, like, oh, he's going to lead the electrification push. We'll yeah. come you, right. I don't know if that's the right, if that's the right move. Like, I know that that's the quote that probably has to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually what's going to happen. Here's the thing though. We've been running these stories like Stellantis, not at auto shows. Stellantis, not running the Super Bowl. Stellantis, not at not CES. EVs. Like mm -hmm. they're just not at CES. They're not following some of the patterns. And I wonder if that's actually impacting them more than anybody maybe would have even thought of the impact on that sales announcement. Go, go all. figure. I mean, yeah. we try to reconcile those two things. We were just saying a couple days ago, how the, the auto show organizers are like, Hey, anything you can do to get the OEMs to know that we actually have buyers 
right. at these stores, right? We saw, um, where was it? Where the, the status, was it Louisiana? Where the status, or was it Texas? It was Texas, Charlie Texas. Gilchrist. Yep. He was yep. saying, hey, the dealers, the Stellantis dealers are stepping up to are make sure. Because they know that there's value there. And right. dealers don't tend to say there are buyers here if there aren't buyers here. Yep. And so like, does that have something to do with, does <laughs> that knows? have something to do with the sales decline? I think we can put one and one together and get that. But I mean, maybe all of their uncertainty, maybe that's why this leadership change. Right. Yep. So, I mean, obviously everybody wants to see Stellantis win and, you know, it's good for the industry when it's OEMs are strong because a lot of they dealers massive day supply, they pumped a ton of inventory in, in, into dealers, right. Started to, started to be one of the first to, to have bold and, and large incentives. Like it's just not the way that the, that the people that are buying the most vehicles in on mass are, are buying. And so the sales decline, it kind of makes sense to me. I'm hopeful that um, that a change in leadership can potentially turn some stuff around. Yeah, and if you're listening, Carlos, uh, why don't you head out to the auto show? There you come go. back to the come auto wait. shows. Dealers want you. We welcome you with open arms. And if you want to come to a SotoCon, our event in May, just reach out. We'll gladly have you there. We will have you put you on stage, let you show everybody what's up, and uh, build some energy around the brand. Speaking of building energy around a brand. Stop. Yeah. Segway. Time. All right, this is from, uh, we covered this in our daily email yesterday, and it was so fun, we wanted to put it in the show today. Um, if you don't get the email, by the way, it's every morning in your inbox, a few Got minutes it. that'll bring you up to speed on automotive news, give you a little pop culture, a little retail, have you laugh a little bit, um, and join everybody else. We got thousands of people on that email list, open it every single day, asodu.com. So this is from that email yesterday. Uh, most great features have limitless applications, and Hyundai's Ionic 5, right, their EV, they just released a new iteration, has a new steering feature that has uh, seemingly a limited number of applications, but I can think of a few. It's called the e-corner system. It turns the wheels of the EV completely sideways, allowing it to, something we all wanted to do, spin in place. <laughs> Perform a semi-drift maneuver, parallel Perfect. park by itself, or maybe, or maybe most importantly, escape a tight parallel park situation. So basically it's a steer-by-wire system, meaning all four wheels can turn completely perpendicular from where they are. Um, they did say they had to add cameras and sensors to make sure it's safe, but this is the best. This is so good. The system is not designed for high-speed driving and has only been tested up to 50 miles an hour. <laughs> so like, oh, you, the going sideways part. Going sideways. Well, I mean, why would you want to go more than 50 going sideways? No, I'm just saying, can you imagine why? I, I couldn't even think of an application in the beginning that require more than crawl sideways. speed. <laughs> but 50 miles an hour going sideways has to be wild. <laughs> like you, just the test. Imagine you're that. sitting here, right? And you look out your window and you see a car looking at you. Headlights like, looking at you like it's in a full power slide. Just like... <laughs> I want one. The semi drift maneuver is what I want to do. I want to like pop it, turn. You just those slide wheels. those back wheels, but you're not sliding. You have full grip. You know, the the I was reading the specs on the Kia. Uh, what's the the EV9? Yeah, and it did say something about being able to like wheels can like whatever feature it said. It was this feature. Yes. Where you could yeah. Parallel park it. The parallel park is amazing. Like it was drivers tests in the future not needed <laughs> it's like, like smart what pack do you need? i like, got smart pack hey go ahead and just you know parallel park it like what is the driver instructor the you know the new like 16 year old kid goes Doop. yeah he's like you have <laughs> what well, you didn't say how 
right? Yeah, he didn't say, he how. Didn't say how. Look, I love the innovation that's coming in. Obviously, this is possible because of the fact that the EV motor is attached to the wheel, exactly. right? So it can actually stay on the wheel and drive it and go 50 miles an hour or more. Um, and I think like this came out at CES. I think things like that just push us more in the direction of the vehicle being a piece of technology instead of a vehicle, right? Because vehicles just aren't really like side to side. We don't move that way. But yeah, when you I think mean, of think tech- The next vehicle is the next iteration is just going to be, you know, those massive tires that are on like some RV car, uh, like RC cars where the car can just flip over and be fine. Like that's where <laughs> yeah. we're headed toward. Now. And the little, the cockpit just, it just flips, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, kudos to Hyundai. I think that this is a great iteration because of the EV platform. I think it'll be much more um, implementable than like, you know, some of the crazier things when they had like the four wheel steer on the pickup truck and you're like, it was always kind of complicated. A lot of right. stuff breaks. Um, so yeah, I mean, gets us excited. Yeah. And yeah, new cars, new it. things, but sometimes in new cars, you make mistakes. I don't Speaking know. It was bad. Yeah, it was a bad one. Stop. We're going to put it there. Segway. I try to just. You like set up I was segue with a segue it, set up. It it's was a really double. It was like a, it was like a inception segue. So, uh, of course, uh, a Porsche Club of America member uh, in Houston spotted a quite humorous typo. The one we've all made. We can't. We all have to admit this in the Porsche 911 driver display where brake pads, B-R-A-K-E, are misspelled as brake pads. Take it B-R-E-A-K. Like, I'm going to break this. <laughs> oh, and there's a screenshot uh, of it, right? Brake pads worn. Wow. Just so Change brake. Well, yeah. the crazy part they is- They get if, it right first. <laughs> they, they actually get it right twice. It says brake wear, spelled correctly. Brake pads worn, spelled correctly change break b-r-e-a-k pads driving permitted okay so it is well at like least it's they digital it twice and then missed it on the third that one. is weird the crazy thing is this vehicle is 115 <laughs> grand like guys even chat gpt would have got this one right you know <laughs> even chat gpt so like they don't know if the the typo is exclusive to just this model but I mean, once you know, you know, I'm the kind of person and you are too. Like once you know, something's a little off, it bothers you. Yeah. I wonder if this model car, unfortunately it is in the digital display, right? This isn't a physical button or a physical back in the day. You have the little old incandescent bulb that would just show up. Yep. So, I mean, it's probably fixed with an, an over the air update, I'm guessing, but I mean, it's just goes to show you, man, like even that the highest attention to detail, it makes me feel better because I miss stuff like this all the time. You misspell all the time. Like at, even Porsche can do it on a $115,000 vehicle. Everything's going to be fine. It's a great little Jalopnik uh, article and, you know, they'll fix it soon. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Well, look, by the way, uh, you have a lot of opportunity to go out there and make positive change today, serve some people, provide hope to some people and have a lot of fun, right? Whatever you do, make sure it's about a little bit more than cars. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.